0: This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 115 is going to be from Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18. Jesus is both the one who built the church and the rock or foundation it was built upon. Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18 reads, And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Peter was Petros, meaning small rock. And Jesus said, On this rock, Petra, being large rock, I will build my church, foundational rock, He is going to be the foundation of the church jesus is both the one who built the church and the rock or foundation it was built upon he said i will build my church today there are so many churches in the world that call themselves by so many different names but jesus said this is my church we need to make sure that the church that we're going to bears the name of christ and that it is built upon him the foundational rock of the church if the church is built upon jesus the gates of hell cannot prevail against it In john chapter 14 verse 6 jesus said i am the way the truth and the life and no one comes unto the father except by me peter was a pebble jesus is a foundational stone All of us, we're just pebbles. We're just stones in this building that Jesus is is building. And Peter was one of those stones. But he is the chief cornerstone, the stone in which the whole foundation relies upon. If you take the chief cornerstone out of the foundation, the foundation crumbles. The house falls apart. We have to have the chief cornerstone. In Matthew chapter 21 and verse 42, the Bible says, Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone? This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. The stone in which the builders rejected, the people of that time, the Israelites, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and the scribes, they rejected Christ. They rejected the chief cornerstone. And Jesus said, Upon this rock I will build my church. Without that chief cornerstone, the church cannot be built. And so they rejected the very stone that they needed in their lives, the stone which the builders rejected. In John chapter 1, and verse 11, it says that Jesus came to his own, and his own received him not. They did not receive him. They did not want the chief cornerstone the foundational rock that Jesus was talking about in Matthew chapter 16 and verse 18. And I say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. The gates of Hades will never prevail against the church that is built upon the chief cornerstone. If your church is not built upon the chief cornerstone, then it's going to crumble. Turn with me to Luke chapter 6, verses 46 through 49. Luke chapter 6, verses 46 through 49. But why do you call me lord lord and do not the things which I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house, who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock, and when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently against the house and could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. But he who laid, but he who heard and did not did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation against which the stream beat vehemently, and immediately it fell. And the ruin of that house was great. So when we come to Jesus, but we don't do the things in which he says, we're like this foolish man who builds his house upon the sand. And when the storms of life come, they beat against that sand and the foundation falls apart and the house falls Because it was not built upon the rock that Jesus said he was going to build his church upon. He is very foolish in trying to build the church without the chief cornerstone. And so many people in the world today are doing exactly this. They're trying to build the church without the chief cornerstone. That is impossible. You cannot build the church without the foundation in which the church is to be built upon in verse 48 it says he is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock the man that listens to christ builds his church upon christ loves christ and the foundation in which he is laying is proper it's the right foundation it's the rock and when the storms of life come and beat upon that rock that house is going to stand firm because it is built upon christ any church that is not built upon the chief cornerstone, is going to fall apart. We need to remember this and always build the church upon the chief cornerstone, which is Jesus. Jesus is both the one who built the church and the rock or foundation it was built upon. In Luke chapter 20 and verses 17 and 18, it says, Then he looked at them and said, What then is this that is written? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Whoever falls on the stone will be broken, but whoever it falls, it will grind him to powder. Jesus is the chief cornerstone. He is the cornerstone in which the whole house is to be built upon. He is the large foundational rock that if he falls, if that stone falls, it's going to break whomever it falls on. But whoever it falls on, it will grind to powder. If if we try to stand against God and his chief cornerstone, it's not going to work. We cannot do that. God is the only one that can build the church. And he gave this authority to Christ. And I say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. But if we are not standing with Christ, then we're against him. And we need to make absolutely sure that we have not rejected the chief cornerstone. In John chapter uh, 14, and verse 6, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father except through me. We cannot get to heaven unless we go through Jesus. He is the rock in which the church is built upon. He is the builder of the church, and it is his church. It belongs to no one else. It does not belong to me. It does not belong to you. Even though sometimes we call it my church, it's not ours. It's Christ's. In Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17, it says, And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord, giving thanks to God the Father through him. We give thanks to God the Father through him. And whatever we do has to go through him. If we're doing something in the church, we need to make sure that we have Jesus' authority for it because he is the builder of the church. He is the one that purchased the church. He is the one that built the church. And he is the one in whom the church is built upon. And we need to never forget that because it is not our church. We don't have the right to make decisions for it. Only he has the right to make decisions for it. And so if it is not in his word, then it does not belong in his church. Jesus is both the one who built the church and the rock or foundation it was built upon. In John chapter 21, verses 15 through 19, the Bible says, So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, Do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he had said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Most assuredly I say to you, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. This he spoke, signifying by what death he would be glorified, would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, follow me. Three times Jesus asked Peter, do you love me? And each and every time he said yes. But afterwards, Jesus would say, feed my lambs, tend my sheep, feed my sheep, take care of my people, and you will show that you love me. This is the same for us today. If we love Jesus, the one that built the church, the one that is the rock of the church and the one that purchased the church. We have to feed his people. We have to feed his lambs. We have to tend his sheep. And we have to understand that it's his. They are his sheep, his lambs. And we are to tend them. In verse 19, this he spoke, signifying by what death he would be glor- would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, follow me. That's the most important part of this. We have to follow Christ. Jesus is both the one who built the church and the rock or foundation it was built upon. And we need to follow him in order to understand that it was built upon him, not upon us. He is the most important part of the church. In first Corinthians chapter three, verses nine through seventeen, the Bible says, For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. According to the grace of God, which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another builds it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. Now if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear, for the day will declare it, because it will be revealed by fire. And that... And the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss. But he himself will be saved, yet so as through fire. Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him. For the temple of God is holy. Which temple you are. In verse nine of First Corinthians chapter three it says, We are God's fellow workers. We are to help him build this church. We are God's building. We are God's workers, and we are the building blocks in which God uses to build the church. In verse ten it says, According to the grace of God which was given to me a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation. We have to lay the foundation which is Christ. We have to work alongside of God. In this building process, if we want to be right in God's eyes, we have to understand that Jesus is both the one who built the church and the rock or the foundation it was built upon. And we have to work with God to build the church and to lay the proper foundation. And this takes a lot of work. It's not something that is done just instantaneously, it takes a lot of work to build a house. And it takes a lot of work to build the church with the building materials in which God has given to us to build it in first Corinthians chapter seven verses nineteen and twenty or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you whom you have from God and you are not your own for you were bought at a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God's again in First Corinthians chapter three and first Corinthians chapter six. 6 verses 19 and 20, God tells us we are this church. And we are to be working with God in order to build it. And we are to understand that Jesus is the master builder. He is the one that is in charge of this building. And then he is also the foundation on which it is going to be built. And if we're trying to use any other material in which, other than what he has told us to build it with, we're not going to be able to put it together the way that he wants it to be together. In Ephesians chapter 3, verses 19 through 22, it says, Now therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. You see, we are being built by Christ. He's the chief cornerstone. He's the builder and the chief cornerstone. He's the foundation, and he's fitting this building together with us. And we are to be built into a holy temple for the Lord. But we have to work together with him in order for this process to take place. And we have to listen to his word and build the church the way that he desires it to be built. Because if we don't, then we don't have his church, the one that he desires to be built. We have something else. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 4 and 5, it says, Coming to him as a living stone, rejected indeed by men but chosen by God and precious. You also, as living stones, are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. This building is being built by Jesus, and he is the foundation of it. And we are the stones that he's using to build this temple for himself. And it's in this temple that we are to worship him. Jesus is both the one who built the church and the rock or foundation it was built upon. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, apply it to our lives and digest it into our lives and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizer, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.